We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Morning Grind. Stevie still out on vacation. Well-deserved because he works far too hard. So it's me, Grant Niefer, joined by one of the best prop bettors in the world, Chief Justice 06, Will Priester. How you doing over there, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Uh, glad to be on with you. You know, uh, with with the title of probably the best uh prop better in the country so i'm hey you know hat, hat my hat goes off to you brother I'm, I'm excited to come on with you and uh and talk some shop yeah no we may or may not have already started this podcast gotten one game in and then this dummy pointing to myself because you can't see me forgot to hit the record button so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna just go right into it because we got 13 games here and we already are behind five minutes because we've already gone through this but philly if you had heard us before, you would hear us saying a lot of things, but one of the main things is Charlotte's got a lot of injuries. Currently, LaMelo out, Rogier out, Plumley out, Ish Smith out, McDaniels out. Over on the Philly side, Maxi is questionable. We're going to start out with Philly. First thing that immediately stands out is Embiid going up against a Charlotte team with not a lot of guys to guard him. He just put up 42 real-life points, 75 uh dk points in the last game will if i remember correctly from what we already talked about before you like Embiid. yeah it's Embiid or bust basically um jason tatum just got another rebound yeah. uh so it, it's a beat or bust and uh i he's a smash play get him in your lineups yeah yeah Embiid, absolute smash play currently saying at 45.5 uh, prop for points, rebounds, and assists today. I already took the over on 27.5 real-life points for Embiid. I think that's too low here. But if Maxi ends up sitting, I think you can go back to the well and shake Melanie. Sitting at 4.6K, 600 more, where he was absolute shock in the last slate. People will remember exactly that he didn't even get to 30 points. I think that he still stands out as a pretty solid overall play. If Maxi ends up missing, Harris, probably fine, not great. Seth Curry, fine, not great. Like, it, it, this is the Embiid show. And I think that he's the top spend-up on the slate. You're with me, Will? 
Absolutely. Top spend up on the slate, no doubt about it. All right, let's move on over to the Charlotte side of things where it's a little bit interesting with all these injuries that they're going to have a real condensed rotation. I know they got some G League players up there that they showed in the last game that they want to play their main guys a whole lot. Which guys stand out to you the most? And is there still some value with some of these guys getting a little bit pricey? Yeah, I think at the prices, man, all I'm doing is maybe running it back Embiid and um, Shake Milton plus one. I, I feel like these are plus one situations. I, I don't want to run two guys from Charlotte on this particular slate. Like Ubre could explode, Bridges could explode, um, Gordon Hayward could get there just on on volume, um, or not necessarily volume, but you know, just kind of being on the court a lot and kind of running into rebounds and assists and things like that. So I don't really want to. Um, I don't want to play multiple Hornets. I just kind of want to stream them. Which you know, the, the Martin. Uh, Cody Martin, he's going to play some as well, um, and he's still not too expensive. So uh, that's you know that's a good thing for him at 5K, playing 40 something minutes. Like I don't hate it. He could put up 30 fantasy points. So maybe Charlotte uh, or Embiid, Shake Milton, Cody Martin plus one, and take your pick between Ubre, uh, Bridges, or um, what's his face, Ubre, Ubre Bridges or. Uh, or Hayward, yeah. Yeah, I think if I had to rank him, I'd go Ubre followed by Bridges, followed by Hayward. I don't mind P.J. Washington that much. He's probably going to have to play a bunch of minutes. Got in a little bit of foul trouble, if I remember correctly, in the last one. Um, Richards, if you really need some salary savings and not a lot else opens up, he's in there at 3,300. Book Knight, 3,800, played 22 minutes. He shot a lot in college. He was a lottery pick. He could be a decent overall salary saver at 3.8K, but Ubre is my favorite. I already hit the over on his points prop of 21.5 where's bridges at today so far do they have it i'm assuming um, he's 19 and a half 20 and a half um i guess 19 and a half let's see he is 19 and a half um that's about right i mean he didn't shoot that great in the last game i mean yeah that, that, that's one of my back to the well investments <laughs> yeah i mean i had the over on his rebounds the other game did not turn out well but i'm probably going to go back to the well on his points I think 19.5 is just a little bit too low. And I think that, I mean, worst case scenario, I think both Uber and Bridges hit it, but I think that one or the other is going to hit it. So you hit both of them pretty much at worst going to lose the juice and that's it. Let's move on to the next game here. We got DeRozan out, Caruso out at Chicago at Cleveland. Uh, Cody White out, Green out, Williams out on the Cleveland side. Just Dean Wade is questionable here. Let's start off with Chicago. Levine sitting at 10.5K. Vooch sitting at 9.5K. Lamelo at 7.5K. All these guys priced up. Seems like it could be justifiable without DeRozan in there, considering Levine has a 29.5 points prop. But I think Vooch is the better play. We already talked about this once before, so tell me about Vooch again. Yeah, for sure. I think Vooch was just a slightly inefficient in the first game, uh, you know, with, without DeRozan. He comes back and takes another 20-plus shots. He's going to smash. So love this spot for him. Still like Lonzo Ball. I'm out on Levine at 10-5. I think I'm just I'm, I'm going to avoid him at that price for sure. Um, you know, Derek Jones Jr. I think will still be okay, but Lonzo and, uh, and Vooch are definitely where I want to want to plant my flag yeah i mean and Derek jones jr i mean he's not really going to get a ton done and 
points. I know he had 12 real life ones the other night, but that was a little bit of an aberration. Still didn't get the peripheral stats. Um, Ao got 31 last game, played a boatload of minutes, 3,900. I think that's probably a little bit too cheap for him. Troy Brown Jr. played 24 minutes. Might see a little bit of extended roles. Ao playing a little bit better, but Vooch is absolutely the play in my opinion. 9.5K, shot really inefficiently in the last game, put up 24 shot attempts, can get the boards, can get the blocks, steals, assists. He can he can do it all. And 9.5, I see a little bit more upside for him than I do for Levine at 10.5. What about over on the Cleveland side here? I mean, all these guys are kind of priced where they should be. All of them still kind of have a little bit of upside. Anyone on this side, standing out to you and if so is it more of a game stack scenario or are you willing to go with any of these guys on their own i mean it's so weird dealing with these guys man because gosh everyone's on this team is kind of priced up too maybe marketing is still okay at 5700 like i don't i don't hate that um i'm not i'm definitely not playing allen Evan Mobley is okay, right? Like, if you're just kind of looking for some upside, I think it's mainly marketing. Um, and and may, maybe Garland, maybe. Um, but I think if I was going to play Garland, I'd rather play Oubre. So that's kind of where I am. Yeah, no, I'm not really a huge fan of anyone in this game. I think any one of them are fine in a bring back. If you're playing Vooch, if you're playing Vooch and Lonzo, like a game stack. None of these guys stand out as horrible plays. They're all just kind of priced where they should be. I mean, Allen has been crushing recently. 8.2K is probably the right price tag, but you have some upside there. Garland can go for 50 plus, 7.7K. Just a big enough slate where I don't really think he stands out as a great play on his own. Mobley, just phenomenal, should win the rookie of the year. But 6.4K is about where he should be. Markkinen always has upside. But none of these guys stand out as great plays on this slate here. So I think I'm mostly using them as runbacks here. And none of them really stand out as great plays on their own. Let's move on to the next game here. We got Washington going up against Detroit. Bryant is out for Washington. Bertans is questionable. On the Detroit side, Olenek is out. Joseph is probable. Diallo, I believe, is questionable. Let's start off with the Washington side. I rarely ever play anyone from Washington. Um, Dinwiddie will be back in the game. They're kind of all priced where they should be, but it's a good match versus Detroit. Always worried about a blowout. You got any interest in anyone here on this Washington team? No, not really. Yeah, we can just keep this train moving in the yeah. forward posture. Yeah, we got a lot of games to talk about. Detroit, however. Well, well let me. I'm sorry. Let me, let me say one thing, Grant. Please forgive me. Montrez Harrell is finally priced down to where we can play him again at 5,100. He's tournament viable for sure. Yeah, you could end up with 20 or you could end up with 40. Yeah. Never know with him. Minutes, he's going to be in there for 20 to 30 minutes. You never really know how much in between, but pretty solid overall matchup. Always offers, he could always put up two points for him. He can do that in any matchup. Just a beast when he gets the minutes. We know he's going to crush. We just never know how many minutes he's going to end up getting. And it's generally with Gafford in there around 20 to 25 most of the time. But on the Detroit side, like, I already hit the over on Cunningham points. I already hit the over on Cunningham points, assists, and rebounds. I'm probably going to hit the over on Cunningham points and rebounds. And I'm going to hit alternate points for Cunningham. I like Cunningham today. I don't like the matchup that much. I think there's always the possibility that this game doesn't end up staying close. 
the current spread for it, I don't think we have out right now. I'll double check. It might have gone up. Nope, still don't have it here. But Cunningham, I think, is just so good right now. Like, he's finally putting things together, offers massive upside every single night. I like Cunningham. I don't hate Jeremy Grant, but Cunningham is just a phenomenal play, in my opinion, if this game ends up staying close. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I'm with you 100%. Um, you know, he's 7,600. You know, he's got, got some upside. Like you said, if it stays close, he can really get there. So uh, I, I'm definitely on board with that, especially while all these guys are out. Um, you know, Jeremy Grant, man, what an experiment. I don't know which Jeremy Grant I'm going to get game to game. Um, so I'm just kind of out on him. I will say this, Sadiq Bay is sitting there at 5,300. If he's going to keep getting, you know, if he's going to get 30 minutes and they don't get blown out, like at, at that point, I'm, I'm in on Sadiq Bay as well. Yeah, I don't mind that. I was a guy that has a pretty darn low floor, but if he gets hot shooting from behind the arc, he's going to put up five to 10 three-point shots during the game. If he gets hot, he'll keep checking and he can do pretty well. I mean, he's going to get you some boards. He's probably going to get you some steals. He'll get you some assists. But overall, I don't hate that call, but I'm kind of out on everyone else on this team. Should we move on? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Rolling on Nick's second end of a back-to-back, -back, so no injury report out there. We'll see if anything going on in the morning. But over on the Indy side, Warren's still out. McConnell out for a while. Holiday still out. So let's start off with the Knicks here. Randall got a big old price increase to 10K from the last slate. I don't know if I want to play him. I don't think this is the spot. Burke's sitting at 6,800 and playing pretty well recently. Barrett coming off the best game of his career. Absolutely smashed versus San Antonio. You looking at any of these pieces here, or are you you kind of not really chasing Barrett and not paying that for Randall? Yeah, I'm not playing any of these guys. Not, yeah. I'm not playing anyone from the Knicks. Yeah, I think that's probably the right move. I mean, I think you could still take a shot on Burks at 6,800, but it's a large enough slate where you're better off avoiding him. Um, over on the indie side, we got the same five guys that are interesting almost – Every slate, mostly four guys. Uh, potentially, some of them could be gone at any point in the near future. Bonus, Levert, Turner, all in trade talks right now. Any one of them could be done, gone anytime soon. But I assume we'll know that beforehand. So this is the first game of the night. Not really too worried about that. Any interest in any of these guys going up against the Knicks? Um, no. Uh, Brogdon's 85, kind of expensive. Levert at 59 is okay. Chris Duarte at 46 is okay. But uh, mainly, nah, I don't I don't really want to get involved with, with this team either. Uh, please get Sabonis down to Charlotte, people. Whatever you do, please. Oh, gosh, that would be fun. That would be fun. Yes, please. Just, just get him down here, whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that I'm probably out on all these guys. I mean, Levert and Turner, both of them are very viable options. Turner obviously can absolutely crush on any given night. Levert's still getting a whole bunch of usage. Every single night hasn't really turned in a fantastic game, but still has 40-point upside any given night if its shots are falling. But for the most part, I'm kind of just out on these guys. Duarte playing in the starting lineup. He's really not a guy that's going to have that much usage playing next to all these other guys that are up. So he's actually a better play, in my opinion, coming off the bench. Let's move on to the next game here. we got Milwaukee going up against Miami. Brooke Lopez is out. DiVincenzo is out. George Hill, I believe, is questionable. 
Over on the other side, Miami, big news. Butler's out. Bam's out. So we know what happens generally when that happens, but we'll get to that in a second here. Start off with Milwaukee here. Going up against one of the better defensive teams, obviously having two of those pieces, not two of the main pieces of that, not playing. A little bit different. Always a possibility of a blowout with Milwaukee, especially going up against a very hampered Miami team. Any interest in any of these guys on Milwaukee? Not really. I mean, everybody's priced appropriately now. Um, you know, Holiday's 8,300. Middleton's 7,300. I know a guy that I think you're going to like. I'm going to let you have it. Greek's at 11,6. And it's not like we shouldn't play these guys. Porter's at 75. But I just think really good real-life game in terms of fantasy, I kind of want to avoid it. Now, I'm not as worried about Miami as you think with, with Bam out and, you know, some other pieces not available. But, man, I... I, I don't think I could do it. You know, we know, except but Butler's already out. So I guess the game is going to be a lot more competitive than we, than when we say competitive, I'm saying the guys should get there, right? Um, I still think with, with Giannis playing, the, the, the Milwaukee Bucks are too, too priced up. Probably just Giannis. Yeah. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you your other your other guy. Who's my other guy? I'm wondering. Is it Grayson? No. Is it Boogie? What your, your, your boy Pat Connaughton? Why why am I, I? Why is he my boy? I rarely ever talk about Connaughton. I guess I did talk to him the other night. I mean, with everyone in there, I mean, he'll play close to 30 minutes, 5K. He might be a little bit more interesting on a smaller slate, but we've got 13 games. Like you I, know what? I thought you were talking about Pat Connaughton in a prop. But I you were talking about somebody something. Else. I think I bet his. I was saying that you should bet his three point prop if someone was ruled out. I think if Giannis was ruled out or Grace, if Grayson Allen was ruled out, I think you bet the Connison prop was what I was talking about the other day on Grinders Live. That sounds about right. But yeah, now with everyone in here playing like 5K for content, like any chance that Buggy gets some extra run in a blowout? Maybe. Like, He's 3.7K. We get 20 <laughs> minutes of boogie in a blowout. I think that could be interesting, to be honest. Maybe. Maybe he gets a little a little blowout run. Yeah, I don't know. It could be could be an interesting play today. Uh over on the other on the Miami side. I mean, I'm all, I'm worried about this game staying close. Lowry and Hero are both kind of priced probably a little bit too low at 7.2k and 7k i mean we know without butler in there we know without bam in there that these guys are going to take a whole lot of shots they're going to have a whole lot of usage duncan robinson really doesn't change too much he's going to shoot his threes hopefully he makes them but lowry and hero seem a little bit too cheap for me yeah i mean for this spot yeah i mean lowry's at 70 72 wasn't no, yeah 72 hero at 7k they're absolutely a little bit too cheap because if this game's tight down the stretch those two guys are absolutely going to play i will tell you this right now and this is not something that people don't know but milwaukee's giving up a barrage of three pointers um absolutely hammer the overs on these three point props folks i'm telling you yeah no i'm gonna look into that right now let's see if they're on the board Okay, we got Lowry at 
over two and a half. We got Hero. Oh gosh, Hero's at over two and a half at plus one fifteen. Robinson is at two and a half minus one twenty-five. Yeah, I am. Every single one of them. Yeah, no, I'm gonna do that right now. But um, well, I'll do that right after I end up explaining the Heat, who I think play Lowry, play Hero. They're good bringbacks for Giannis if you're playing on playing him. If you want to be a little bit different than the chalk, that's probably gonna end up being Embiid in. Jokic, um, if you want to play honest, I have no problem with that. It's been up. I just hope that this game stays close. If it does, Hero and Lowry are going nuts, or Duncan Robinson has hit like seven threes. But yeah, you are absolutely right on these three point props. I mean, it's a perfect spot going up against Milwaukee without Butler. Oh gosh, yep, I'm absolutely going to hammer these right after we talk about OKC for a second or get that teed up for you. OKC looks like everyone is healthy. SGA obviously back from his concussion on the Toronto side. Birch is out. OG is out. Let's talk about OKC here. Not a terrible matchup versus Toronto. SGA has been going absolutely nuts. Dort's been playing, playing pretty well recently. Getty is obviously decent. Any interest in these three guys? You know, in terms of OKC, the thing that I'm excited about is SGA being back is going to help this team stay a little bit more competitive. And so in a matchup with Toronto, uh, that's going to push the ball a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to really get in some loot door. And I don't think I really want to play anyone else from this team. Josh Giddy is still a little bit too expensive. I know Darius Baisley is 3,900. I know that James Robinson Earl is 3,800. I'm not investing in those guys today. Mainly just loot door for me. Yeah, no, I'm kind of on the same page. I think SGA and Lou Dort are the two plays in this. I mean, SGA has just been shooting so much recently. If this game ends up staying close, that means he's probably going to end up with 30 real-life points. Dort always has a decent amount of upside. I think that he's always kind of a tournament play, 5.3. After a 40-point game, he actually went down in price tag. Don't fully understand. It seems a little bit too cheap. I'm right there with you on SGA and Dort. What about on the other side here with Toronto? Yeah, Toronto is always interesting to me because, um, you know, they've got guys that can just score fantasy points in bunches. I mean, Van Vliet, Gary Trent, Scotty Barnes, Siakam. The problem today is everybody's 8K plus, not touching them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless one of these guys gets ruled out, there's just too many mouths to feed. I mean, decent matchup going up against OKC, I mean, if I'm going to go with my favorite, I don't I don't really even have one. It would probably be Van Bleep, but always a chance that he ends up getting stuck in the torture chamber. So I'm, I'm probably just fading Toronto outside of maybe bringing back one of these guys on a game stack. Let's move on to the next game here. We got Brooklyn going up against Houston. Brooklyn on the second end of a back-to-back, so we don't have injury news outside of Irving and Harris still obviously out on the Houston side. Kevin Porter Jr. is out. John Will, while still not playing. Jalen Green still out. Brooklyn, second of a back-to-back. Potential blowout here. Both Durant and Harden, over 11K. I am full-on crossing Brooklyn off. Just no questions asked. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be too expensive playing Houston. I mean, you just can't do it. Yeah, yeah, so that was quick. Moving on. Houston. KPJ being out, obviously, gives a little bit of an uptick to guys, but I don't think this game stays close. Wood is probably where he should be. 
Tate is all the way up to 6,900. He's too expensive. Gordon, yeah, he can put up a decent game at 5.3. You're really not getting a whole lot of upside. Matthews has been playing, playing pretty well recently. Actually, you've been hitting his over on points almost every single time. It's hit four out of the last five games. We currently don't have a line for this. I'm not really sure why, but if it comes in at 13.5, guys, hammer the over there. But I'm probably not playing any Houston guys here. I think this game turns into a blot. I'm, I, this is a cross-off game for me. Yeah, absolutely. Even even new DFS darling, you know, Jay Sean Tate, you just can't do it. Yep. Moving on to the next game here, we got Dallas going up against Memphis. Dallas on the second end of a back-to-back. No injury news on them. A lot of guys are questionable. Then they're probable. I would not be surprised to see Luca or Porzingis sit in this one or even Tamar Jr. On the Memphis side, Morant still out. Clark still out. Kyle Anderson not expected to play. Currently listed as doubtful. Let's start out with the Dallas side. Let's just go under the assumption that everyone's playing here. Do you want to play anyone? Nope. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, if I know Dorian Finney-Smith is 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 um, cheap, but I, I can't do it unless somebody sits, man. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, DFS has been playing well recently, but this is a big enough slate where I don't know if you really want to. Yeah, if Luca or Porzingis sits, then. Definitely opens up some stuff, especially if Luca's out, then Hardaway, Brunson, all these guys, good plays, but purely speculation. So watch Crunch Time, watch Grinders Live, look at projections tomorrow. That'll tell you more things. On the Memphis side of things, you know who I want to talk about? Oh, yes. Desmond I'm- Bain. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to let you have it. I, I know we're on the same side of this one, at least on the prop side. You take it away, my friend. Take okay. it away. This guy is averaging over 1.2 points per minute since what's his name? Morant has gone out. He's 6,500. I don't understand this. Not only that, his points props sitting at 17 and a half. I'm betting the over on 17.5. I'm betting 20 plus. I'm betting 25 plus. I keep doing this. I keep make, printing money. Doesn't matter. Just do it every single night. Over on three-point attempts, currently sitting at minus 150. I'm going to wait until the morning because I think I can get that cheaper somewhere else on either Maxim Bet or over on Barstool generally has a better line for Bain. But I like the over regardless of two and a half three-pointers. He's hitting it every single time. Dude has 40, 47, 17 in the biggest blowout in NBA history. So I'm disregarding that. 35, 30 in the last five games, all without Morant. This guy is a beast. This guy is one of the more underrated players in the league. The last game was actually a bit of a blowout, which is why he didn't get the last few minutes of run. Could have ended up getting 25. But Bain, I absolutely love. Jackson is a pretty solid play. Brooks, not a huge fan of. Um, Seems like they're giving Adams more run, but I don't think there's a spot where they're going to give him a whole lot of run. Sitting at 4,900, I guess there's worse GBP plays, but he's, he's fine. But Bain is absolutely one of my favorite plays on this slate. Plus, his rebounding numbers have gone up drastically with the amount of minutes he's playing. I don't know what, what it is, but he's he's been super good on the boards recently. Play Bain. Play Jackson if you want, but play Bain. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Bain's been crushing. I love it. Uh, let's get him in there. Let's fire him up. Let's have a good time. 
the, the other guy from Memphis that I think is slightly interesting, okay? And, the, the, and I do mean this slightly. And it's because the, the, the big game hasn't come yet. What do we do with Dylan Brooks? Like at some point, and, and I know he had 40 against Miami, but I'm saying he's still 6,100 and he's still shooting. He still shot like 38%. At some point, he's going off for 50. I like him in this spot too. Yeah, my problem is he doesn't get a ton of peripheral stats, um, but I honestly, I mean, the guy's a good defender. He can get, he can get some steals. I mean, two, zero, two, four, two in the last five outings. I don't hate that. He's all the way down to 6,100. That is a cheap price tag. I still prefer Bade drastically, but I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you on Brooks. I think you play one of them in almost all your lives, one of Jackson, Brooks, or Bane. They're all too cheap in this spot. But let's move on to the next game here. Utah going up against Minnesota. Whiteside is currently questionable for Utah. On the Minnesota side, it does not look like Westbrook is going to play. Currently not expected to. I think he's listed as questionable, but not expected to play. Carl Anthony Towns is listed as questionable. And Pat Bev expected to play here. All depends on the news. Let's go under the assumption that uh, that Russell will not play. What are you doing if Town plays? What are you doing if Town sits? So... If Towns sits, and I think you're looking at Nas Reed, you're looking at Jared Vanderbilt, and you're hoping, just hoping, that this game can stay semi-close. The difference is if all these guys sit, if Beverly sits and Russell sits, and you know they're kind of down a few, a few players, then we'll end up with a situation where some of these guys may still play in the blowout, like a Edwards, like a Malik Beasley, like a Vanderbilt. So that's kind of what I'm saying. If if um, if Cat plays, then I, I almost don't want to play either of the expensive guys. Wouldn't mind someone like Beasley or Vanderbilt still, right? Because they're cheap enough. Um, but that, that's kind of where I am with 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 that particular game with yeah. the injury news yeah i'm kind of there with you if cat ends up playing then i think beasley is fine vanderbilt's fine if cat ends up sitting then i like edwards i really like beasley i really like vanderbilt i don't mind Nas reed sitting there at 3800 i mean he shouldn't gain some run they're gonna need some size with both Whiteside and gobert pretty much in the game at all times so both those guys should be in a pretty decent spot for minutes if Towns ends up sitting. If Towns ends up playing, yeah, it's just Beasley and maybe Vanderbilt. But, yeah, Towns obviously eats up so much usage. Russell eats up so much usage. If Towns ends up playing, I don't think I can play him either at 10.8K on this slate. Like, Jokic and Beat are not that much more expensive. Yes, Towns can go off for 60 points, but in Beat or Jokic could go off for 80 points. Like, Towns just doesn't make the cut for me. So, yeah, I'll always wait on that news. Hopefully it comes out in time, but we'll see. Moving on to the next game, we got Denver going up against the Pelicans. Porter, Murray, same guys as always, still out. Bones Highland is doubtful to play over on the New Orleans side. Josh Hart is currently questionable, I believe. Um, Zion, obviously, still out. Start off with Denver, same thing for me every single time. Jokic or nothing. There it is. You got it. 
I mean, if if Will Barton's price would come back down to a reasonable uh, uh, a price point, then I'd absolutely be back in on it. But I'm not playing him at near 7K until, you know, with Jokic back in the fold. So I'm with you. Jokic or bust. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much have that him and Gordon priced where they are because they don't want this slate to be terrible if Jokic ends up sitting for some random reason. So I understand it, but it just keeps him out of play any night that Jokic is in, is actually playing. So it's Jokic, and I prefer Embiid to Jokic by a bit of a margin. He's a bit cheaper. He, he's my favorite play. Um, over on the other side, I mean, Ingram is expensive. Valanchunas is expensive. Graham and Nah, like, not really getting there. Like, hearts out. I don't, I don't, I still don't think I really have interest in anyone outside of maybe bringing it back with Valanchunas at 8.4K. Like, he does have some upside at that price tag, but Ingram, you're really not getting much at 9,100. Yeah, no need to play Ingram. Vooch would be okay. I was hoping that Devontae Graham was just going to get going on the scoring side. You know, and get up to maybe 15, 16 shots a game, and that's just not materializing. So uh, even at 5K, I feel like at some point he's going to pop. I think if I'm going super large field, I'm talking about, you know, 20,000, 30,000 entries, um, maybe I get a small portion of it. I'm saying 5 to 8%, but other than that, I can't do it. Yep. Yep, right there with you. Moving on to the next game, man, we are flying through things right now. Just – just moving along here because there's a lot of games. There's a lot of cross-off spots. We got Portland going up against Golden State. Portland, Lillard out. McCollum out. Real scary. Punctured or collapsed lung. Hopefully he's fine. Really, really don't like to see that. Simons currently questionable. Little is currently questionable. Zeller is currently questionable. On the other side, Golden State. Clay still out. Wiseman still out. Everyone else good to go. Worried about a blowout here playing in Colton State, but with McCollum and Lillard out, like Powell and DSJ and Nurk, they're going to be the entirety of the offense, especially if Simons is, ends up sitting. Covington's at 3.3K. I don't want to do any of this, but all of them just seem too underpriced here. Can we play these guys? Hope that this game stays close. I mean, I think we could, especially playing 30 minutes for Rocco. And that's something I looked at with Larry Nance. How often is Larry Nance going to play 32 minutes and put up 12 fantasy points? Like, he only took three shots, and that's pretty much been his role with this team. But, man, Larry, come on, help us here, buddy. 3,500, 32 minutes. Don't be Tony Snell. Get in there and shoot the ball. Get some peripherals. You know, be be the Larry Nance we know and love. You know, Larry Nance was a guy in Cleveland and the Lakers. When guys were out, we'd be flocking the roster him. I don't, that's just not the case. I do think, once again, large field, we go back to guys like Nance and Covington and get them sprinkled in our bills. You know, Larry Nance, if he puts up 35-40, you know, you could be very well on your way to raking in serious GPP winnings if the rest of your lineup is on par. Now, let me say this. Nurkic is going to nurk from here on out until these guys come back. He doesn't have anybody in his way on the scoring side. And if you look at the last game against the Clippers, the Clippers are not Golden State. 
but he took 19 shots. He's barely taking that many shots in any. And he only games. got five rebounds. He got into some right. foul trouble too. He's going to play minutes. I think they have right. To. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. They they actually need him for offense now versus they take him out for defensive purposes. Now they have to leave him in. So I, I like the scoring opportunities here uh, for Nurkic. The problem, the problem is he kind of put up one of those almost like a shooting guard numbers, right? 31 real points, 39 fantasy points. I do think he'll pick up a few more rebounds. Um, he's not going to have assists and stuff like that. So we'll have to hope he can score about 30 points again and maybe get 10 rebounds. And now we're looking at a guy that can get us almost 50 fantasy points. He can throw on a block. He can throw on a steal. He can get that too. But yeah, he's really not going to be dishing it too much. Um, No lines out currently for player props on this, but when DSJs comes out, I'm probably betting the over. I'm going to guess it comes in at 14 and a half points. Probably betting the over on that. Probably betting the over of five and a half assists. Powell, if he comes in at around 16 and a half points, I think you can take the over on that. But for DFS, like these are like, I like Nurk regardless, but most of the rest of the guys, I'm probably bringing back with Steph, just hoping this game stays close and is super high scoring. Over on the Golden State side, I mean, it's kind of Steph for me. Like Steph is the pivot from guys like Embiid, guys like Jokic, get playing him at the point you can get two centers in get a little bit of a different lineup but i don't really want to play anyone else here and i'm worried about a blowout yeah same here let me just say andrew wiggins just buried me in a four prop parlay last night i mean buried me grant and i, and I want to give it to you people because i know we've kind of flew through some of these games i want you guys to listen to some of these props i got in on last night okay so these are late night props Reggie Jackson, 24 and a half assist points, rebounds, took the over, got 28. Steph figured the, I, I figured the Golden State game would be close to a blowout, but I said that Orlando has enough juice to hang around some. 33 and a half points plus rebounds, took the over. He got 34. So that was fortunate. Jordan Poole. 21 and a half points plus rebounds took the under. I said, I like Jordan Poole, but he's not, you know, when I'm looking at props like this, I'm saying, okay, if a guy can score 20 plus or get close to that prop with the points, I'm in. But I didn't feel like Poole was a guy that was going to get 20 points last night. So he ended at 19. And Andrew Wiggins. I had him at 23 and a half points plus rebounds. And I took the under on that. Because what was I thinking? Curry goes off, game gets out of hand, those guys don't play. It went exactly how I thought it would go, Grant, outside of they sat Curry in the middle of the third and brought Andrew Wiggins back in. And he went eight for 10 for behind the arc. Yes. I said, you got to be kidding me. So I'm thinking I'm home free. Everything's good and got got buried. But and I mean, I think he hit two or three or four back to back. It was something crazy. I mean, in real life, fun. Prop in, in terms of prop investments, not fun at all. So uh there you have it. Just wanted to give that little story out. Back to our regularly scheduled programs. Uh and man, I'm glad we got that kind of have mix in this because Stevie mixes it in as well. 
whatever Steph Curry's three-point prop is, let's just let's just take the over tomorrow. Everybody knows he's got this this record that he's trying to get to. Uh, I think past Ray Allen. So let let's just see what happens, right? I mean, if, if he usually comes in at five and a half, Grant. If we get it at five and a half, I'm taking the over. If we get it at six and a half, I might still take the over. If we get it at four and a half, I'm definitely taking the over. Like that, that's the way I'm playing that one tomorrow. I mean, I can guarantee that I'm going to do an alt prop with like 10 plus three-point attempts because why not? Like probably paying out 10 to 1, 15 to 1, something like that. I don't know. It'll yeah. it'll, it'll just make the game fun to watch. But yeah, yeah, no. Other than on. that, I'm not playing anybody from Golden State. Yeah, yeah, I think we're on the same page there. I, I can't wait for this next game, Grant. Probably the most excited I've been on this slate. Really? Oh, gosh, I'm excited for it. We got Orlando. Is this the one? Oh, man. Orlando going up against Sacramento. Suggs Ooh. is out. Fultz is still out. MCW is still out. Over on the Sacramento side, no injury news as of right now. So I'm going to let you start off. You seem more excited than I am, so go ahead. Grant, two bad teams that are going to run up and down the court, scoring bucket after bucket. They can't bucket play defense. After, yeah. Oh, man, this is fantasy heaven. Didn't I bet people probably didn't think I was going to be so excited about Orlando Sacramento. This is my game stack of the night. Who do you like in this game, Will? I like everybody. Do you, and, and I mean that. Do you like Wendell Carter Jr. at 6,800? I sure do. He might, is, he, is, is he a little overpriced? Maybe a little bit. Is he playing Sacramento? Yes, I like him. Do you like Rashawn Holmes at 6,300? Absolutely. Do you like uh, Do you like Franz Wagner at 5,800? Is he a little pro- overpriced? Yes, but he's scoring 30 and 40-plus points against good teams. You haven't Fantasy even named my favorite teams. play. Oh, no, I'm naming them all. I like this whole game. Uh, do you like Metu? Yes. The problem is Harrison Barnes is back. So – how, how much Harrison Barnes are we going to see? He played 29 minutes against Portland uh, the, the last time he played. Looks like he's he's coming back for this game. Um, I know it said he's questionable, but I, I think um, I think he's getting close to coming back. So, But if yeah, he's out. Yeah, that didn't show up there for a second. He is questionable right now. Yeah, but if, he, if, he's, if he's out, then, I mean, man, this, this, this game is going to be even more fantastic. Do you like Buddy Heald at 55? You bet your bottom dollar I do. Oh, uh, he's hitting, the, I had hitting like five threes in the spot. Yeah. Do you like Gary Harris at 3,900? I sure do. Plugging him in. Really? Two. That's, listen, that's the first one I really disagree. Listen, he's 3,900. I just, it's the game. That's all it is. Yeah. I and love he's this putting game. up decent numbers. I hate playing yeah. him. I hate playing him. Yeah. But you and, didn't even mention my favorite play yet. Oh, I'm coming. Last but not least, and, and I might have missed your favorite play, but last but not least, Cole Anthony. There it is. At, at 7,600, may, may, and I don't even think it will in this spot, may feel expensive. He played 27 minutes against Golden State, had a rough night. Three of 11 from the field. They were getting blown out. And finally, Orlando usually plays him down the stretch in the blowout and lets him run around and shoot, and they didn't do that. They limited his minutes. Man, I think he's going nuclear here against Sacramento. I've got a hot take for you, Grant. I have I haven't given triple one double. yet on this slate. No, no, no triple double. I think Cole Anthony goes for 55 fantasy points here. That's my hot take for this spot. Love Cole Anthony. 
I think Cole Anthony goes for a triple-double and 55 points. Got to one-up you there. But, yeah, Anthony's my favorite play in this game. Like, I like yeah. Wendell Carter. I like Wagner. You talked me into Gary Harris a little bit just a way to stack this game up. Love Holmes over on the other side. He never know about his minutes. This game with both Bamba and Wendell Carter, he should end up playing a boatload of minutes. Should be in the mid-30s. Can absolutely get it done for a terrible defensive team. Buddy Hyde, pretty solid play at 5,500. Fox has crushed me so many times, so I think there's a game where he could potentially go off. But I mean, if I'm ringing my plays in this game, I think it's Cole Anthony, number one, Holmes, number two, Carter, number three, Wagner, number four, and then Hyde, number five. But I'm not going to argue with any I'm not going to argue with Halliburton, who's been playing some pretty decent basketball recently. Yeah. Let, let me say this too, Grant. Because the Orlando Magic – did not play well in that last game. I'm interested to see what the props come out as because they know that they know this should be an up and down game based you on the got them right now. Okay. Uh, so let me, let me take a stab. Let me, let me take a stab. My assumption is Cole Anthony is at 18. Cause I, I'm not looking. Everybody knows. I'm like, my assumption is Cole Anthony is at 18 and a half points. 21.5. Wow. So yeah. they've already, they've already baked it in. Okay. So is Franz Wagner 14 and a half or 15 and a half? Uh, he's 14 and a half. Okay. Love that one. Do they have Franz Wagner assists two and a half? Yeah. I like how we bet these so many times that we kind of know where it's going to be. It's actually three and a half, but heavy, and it juice, should be there. heavy, heavy juice plus 135 on the over. Okay. Okay. So my assumption is they've got uh, Wendell Carter Jr., Nine and a half rebounds. Let's see if it's out. And Mo Bamba's probably around the same eight and a half, nine and a half. Bamba's at nine and a half. Carter Jr. is at ten and a half in this spot. Ooh, okay, I'm not surprised. So they've bumped it. So is is Holmes at nine and a half or is it eight and a half? Uh, we don't have Holmes yet. I think we don't have Holmes. We, we don't. We don't have Sacramento numbers. We just have okay. The, uh... And then three pointers. Do we have Cole Anthony at two and a half? Yep, plus 105 oh. on the over. Okay, and then let's see. I don't usually see one for Fogner. Do they have one for him too? Yep. Is it two and a half or one and a half? One and a half, but plus 175. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's all, that's all fantastic, Grant. Like, that's my, that's my, that's my SGP of the night. I, I mean, I'm going to have a lot of, of same-game parlays on, on that game for sure. I will be right there with you. I'm probably going to bet. I don't know if I'm going to bet the uh, points for Cole Anthony. That's a little bit high, but I think yeah. I'm going to bet the points, rebounds, assist of 32.5 on the over. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a good one. Do, yeah. do they have Franz Wagner? 22.5, I'm betting the over. Points, rebounds, assists? Yep. It's going to be a good day tomorrow, folks. I can yep. tell you that right now. I, I've got, I've already got all, all the games and props in my mind. It's going to be a great day. Let's get it. All right. Well, we got the last game of the night here. We got Boston going up against the Clippers. Boston second and back-to-back. Brown obviously sat on the last one, may end up sitting on this one. Who knows? And on the other side, we got Leonard obviously still out. Batum is questionable. Let's start off on the Boston. Um, I think Brown kind of dictates whether I want to play Tatum or not, but Tatum's probably a 
bit too expensive on this size of a slate. I think Schroeder is still very much in play at 6,200. I think Marcus Smart still very much in play at 6,200, but or at 5,900. But if Brown ends up playing, I'm probably out on all these guys. I mean, the Clippers have been a tough defensive team. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to Boston, for me, I'm out on everybody if Brown is out. I mean, if Brown is in. If Brown's out, I'm back to the well on Schroeder. I know he didn't play well against the Lakers. Don't care. Uh, you know, Tatum's expensive, so I probably wouldn't be in there. Wouldn't hate Marcus Smart. Um, you know, I know Josh Richardson is going to get a few minutes. Wouldn't hate it as long as he's going to be in that 25 to 30-minute category. And then Grant Williams is a guy that sometimes just ha- kind of have to look out for. Like, I, I never know when he's going to get 30 minutes and when he's going to get, you know, 15 minutes. Now, and, and I say that to say this, whenever Horford sits, full disclosure, Horford may sit this game, right? He might. It's possible. If he does, I think I'm in on Grant Williams. Outside of that, I don't want to play anyone else. All right, let's move on to the Clippers side of things. I think it's just Paul George, it's potentially Jackson. I mean, Marcus Morris is playing a decent role in this offense. I'm going to check to see what his points, rebounds, assist prop is, but it was at 17.5 in the last game. His points prop was at like 11.5. Hammered both of those. I think it could come back something similar here. No, it's a much tougher match than those last three, Portland, Sacramento, LA. But he's shooting. He's in the game a lot, getting some boards. I don't mind Marcus Morris at 4,800. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he, he's on the list for sure, man. Um, I like it a lot. Um, you know, and then you talk about Reggie Jackson. At 6K, I don't hate Reggie Jackson. Like, I don't want to play Reggie when he's 6,500 plus. But at 6K, you know, he's still a guy that can kind of get there. I'm going to be interested to see what his comes in at tomorrow. Um, I mean, because he had a really big peripheral night, six rebounds, six assists, 16 points. I uh, want to see what he comes in at. If he comes in at 24 and a half, against Boston, I may actually be inclined to take the under on 24 and a half, but we'll see. All right. Well, let's move on to the morning grind game and get on out of here so I can go to bed because I'm old. Player under 5K to go 7X, who you got? Good questiones. And uh, typically I'll kind of have that before we start. I mean, yeah, a lot of them have to deal with injuries. So. Yeah. It's a little bit tough here. I mean, you know, g- give me Norman Powell at 4,800. I like that. Against like Golden that. State, even in a blowout, he's going to take 20 shots. No, no CJ, no Dame. He's he's going to chuck. I'm going to go with Marcus Morris at 4,800 yeah. also, just because that was in my head. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your best, highest price bust? Yeah, we got a lot of options. I'm actually going to take Fred Van Vliet at 9,300. I think that's low-hanging fruit. A lot of those Toronto guys are overpriced, but Fred Van Vliet at 93, I, I don't see him going over that. Yeah, I'm going to go with Levine sitting at 10.5K. Um, I think he's going to get close to 50, but at, that price tag is just too high. Favorite 6X play on the slate, and don't you dare take mine. Well... There's, there's a lot of good plays, and I, I'm going with someone that's very expensive, but I don't care. Joel Embiid should handle Charlotte again. Joel Embiid at 11-7. I like it. 
All aboard the Bane train. Let's go. Oh, gosh. Gotham's reckoning is here. Um, <laughs> let's get weird GPP play. Guy I talked about earlier in the pod. This is when I kind of filed away as soon as we talked about it. It's actually Montrez Harrell. I talked about the price coming down at 5,100. It's, it's, it's right there where we can hop back on, get our 38 fantasy points. They jack him back up to 6K, and we just hop right off the train. It's a one-way ticket to fantasy land. All right. I like it. And then I know we've talked about a lot of bets. Um, I guess I should just go over. So you were on the over of Hero three-pointers over of Robinson three-pointers. I think you were on the over of Lowry three-pointers. Yeah. 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 All of them. I have the over on, I have the over on Ubre points, the over on Embiid points, the over on Bane points, the alternate over on Bane points of 20 and 25, the over on Bane three-pointers, the over on Bane's three-pointers, rebounds, assists, the over on Bane rebounds. I have a used Honda Civic on Bane tonight. Um, then over on Lowry points, over on Cunningham points at 16.5, Cunningham plus 20 points, and Cunningham plus 25 points. So, guys, you throw those in, you make a bunch of money, sign up for scores and odds, and get these on a regular basis. Not going to keep doing these every single night. Not going to give you out a whole bunch of free money. Will, always in the prop shop Discord, go sign up for that. Think Is that free right now? It's free. Then that's literally one of the best investments you can make in your life. Because <laughs> even if you're not on prize picks, like a lot of the props are over on a lot of legal gambling sites. But, Will. Well, here's, here's the thing, too, uh, Grant. You, you got to understand how to read these things, right? Prize picks has the fantasy scores as well that you can you, you can put put a little something down on. But Thrive, Underdog, they have the lines that are going to be closer to. That's where I get all my points and six rebound stuff from. Those couple sites, right? And then I use prize picks for you know points, rebounds, three pointers, free throws, stuff like that. So you you know once you get into it, man, you you get what what I like to call in the weeds you figure out how you need to work it and you just go for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I, next time I'm out of Denver or out of Colorado, then I'll definitely be going on those sites quite a bit. And that's be nice when I'm visiting somewhere else and I can just go back on prize picks and all those other sites, but well, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, Any man. last thoughts before we get on out of here? No, man, I am good to go. Th thanks, man, for, for being able to hang out tonight, and I'll see you a little later. All right. Well, guys, good luck on your pond contest tonight. Sign up for scores and odds. Bet whatever props I bet because I have a whole bunch of money on them. We're out of here. See you, kids.